my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Hey there, Tanner fans! Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. Today, I am bringing to you one of two episodes of Full House in honor of Mother's Day. So they're going to focus on basically the girls kind of thinking about their mother. Um, And this one especially hits hard for the girls. It's season two, episode 18, Goodbye, Mr. Bear, which aired on March 24th, 1989. In this episode... It's spring cleaning time, otherwise known as Christmas for Danny. As the kids are gathering up the toys they don't play with anymore to give a charity, Joey thinks he accidentally placed Stephanie's Mr. Bear in the bag, along with the other toys being given to charity, and as he tried to retrieve it, all the toys they donated were given away. Stephanie is very... Excuse me. Mmm. Mm, excuse me. Stephanie is very heartbroken over the loss, and everyone is wondering why she's so attached to Mr. Bear, but eventually everyone learns why. This episode has a 7.5 out of 10 rating based on 216 ratings. We do have one guest star. We have Wendell J. Grayson, who plays the police officer that Stephanie drags into the house when she wants to file a report, a missing bear bear report for Mr. Bear. Of course, I'll get into that, (laughs) about about that whole thing. Oh, he was in Highway to Heaven. He was in an episode of that, uh, Soap Opera, Santa Barbara. Um, that girl looks, no, that's not her. Um, okay, so, whoops, oh no. <laughs> okay, um so yeah, and we do get a visit from Grandpa and Grandma Katsopolis. And we do get to see of course, there's a home movie. We do finally get to see Pam Katsopolis, Danny Tanner's late wife, Jessie's older sister, and of course, most importantly, the girls' mother. Played by Christy Mossman. I want to see what she has done other than this. Let's give a looksy look. Uh, 18 things. Good for her. Uh, does some voice work. Sing along songs Disney Princess Once Upon a Dream. She did the voice of Aurora in 2004. Uh, let's see... A TV movie called When We Were Young in 89. Uh, St. Elsewhere, an episode of that. Oh, her last name and that was Belvedere. How interesting. One episode of Knight Rider. Uh, what in the world is that? Um, something called Airwolf, Street Hawk. A lot of stuff in the 80s. Fame was another one. Let's see. Oh, um, she was a performer in Fame. That's awesome. 
She got to use her vocals. This episode was directed by Jack Shade. Writers David Dub... Uh, I'm sorry. My brain, for whatever, switched over into the Silver Spoons podcast. <laughs> Writers Jeff Franklin, the creator, and Kim Weiskopf, a writer. All right. We got some reviews here. We got three reviews. Mitch RMP gives us a 10 out of 10. This review was posted on February 28th, 2014, entitled, We Love You, Mom! Exclamation point. This is a very special episode. It is the only episode we get to see Danny's late wife, Pam, but I'll get to that in a minute. The main event in this episode is Stephanie's loss of her beloved friend, Mr. Bear. It's cleaning day, and Danny tells Stephanie to gather all her old toys she no longer wants to donate, or she, she no longer wants, there should probably be a comma here or something, to donate to Goodwill. Well, they didn't say Goodwill necessarily. They didn't see, say Salvation Army. They just said to some vague charity, probably to like a nearby hospital for the children to play with toys that non-sick children don't want to play with. That just sounds really... Anyway, unfortunately, she carelessly throws Mr. Bear down in the pile of toys. Joey comes in and picks up the pile of toys, then gives them to the men. We don't see these men. We just see him grab a big giant garbage bag, and he just must have grabbed, like, like, and his arms, like, bent down and just, like, heaping armful. Okay, here we go. Throw it in the bag. Didn't even look. But then again, we'll get to how I feel about Stephanie's actions. Guess who gets blamed? Stephanie's so desperate to find her furry friend that she even grabs a cop off the street. When the cop discovers the truth, he merely shakes his head at Joey, who un- undoubtedly thinks he thinks should be in jail for such a crime against a little girl. The real reason Stephanie loves her bear so much is soon discovered. That leads to watching of home movies, which leads to a very depressing ending. One of my favorite episodes. Yeah, this is definitely a good one. I just thought this would be good for for Mother's Day and everything because it really it focuses just not just with Stephanie's relationship with Mr. Bear, but the origin story of Mr. Bear and how he come had come to become Stephanie's friend and live in the Tanner house. So, and he's only been there for a couple years because that's about right around when Michelle came home. Alright, the next review, of course, the ever-faithful Power Man Dan published this on May 17th, 2017. Gives us a 9 out of 10. One of the most important episodes. Warning, spoilers. Guys, if you haven't seen it, jump on the old Hulu. Get a free week of it and just binge. What else you doing? Binge Full House. Right? Right. Alright, this episode has it all. Layers, reliability, comedy, tenderness, and others. But it is perhaps the only footage of Pam Tanner that is seen that makes such an, makes this such an important one. Danny's favorite time of the year is spring cleaning. Well, you know, there's plenty of time to do that now, wasn't it? <laughs> Along with everyone's raking leaves. Everyone's cleaning up their yards because, well, you gotta do something during this time, right? You can only sit on the couch and veg so much television. (laughs) Okay. Once a year, he gathers a household to clean the house spotless. One of the components for the girls is to give the toys they don't play with anymore to charity. Stephanie's favorite stuffed animal is Mr. Bear, and he accidentally gets mixed up in what is sent to charity. 
Mr. Bear is the one stuffed animal I wish I had because it is so cute. She goes berserk and everyone else tries to snap her out of it. Why is it like when Stephanie gets down about something, whether it's not being able to go to Disneyland, Mr. Bear being lost, or when she drives back to Joey's car into the kitchen. Everyone is so like, we gotta snap her out of this. We gotta get her smiling. We gotta get her playing and laughing. We can't have a sourpuss in this family. It just it just seems like you can't let her feel sad for even a hot second. Come on now. Little seemingly random stuff can sometimes have the biggest sentimental value. In Stephanie's case, Mr. Bear was a big s- sister give from their mom when Michelle came home. Yeah, okay, I get it now. Uh, it was a big sister gift from their mom when Michelle came home from the hospital. M- mom is discussed in the last few minutes in what is heart heartbending. The whole movie is shown in what was a big surprise and how it looked, how good it looked. It is also the only time Tam- uh, Pam Tanner is seen. Pam is beautiful and resembles all three girls. I actually got the chills during the tape. The subplot features Jesse accidentally ruining Danny's kitchen. Absolutely hilarious. Yes. The way Danny reacts to this is just, oh, You ruined my kitchen! This is my Christmas! Spring cleaning is my Christmas! Like, whoa, Danny, there. Dial it down, buddy. Dial it down. <laughs> Alright, the next one, of course, by the ever-faithful Taylor Kingston, published this review on May 26th, 2015, giving it a 7 out of 10, Titling it, The One Where Mr. Bear Goes Bye-Bye. <laughs> Warning, spoilers, of course. I like this episode. It's funny, it's touching, and it's a little sad. I think Stephanie handled losing Mr. Bear very well. I think about the way I would have reacted, and it was a bit more dramatic than the way she did. In this episode, it's Christmas, but only for Danny, <laughs> as it is spring cleaning. Everyone is gathering up things to give to charity, and Stephanie and DJ are choosing which toys stay and which toys go. But then, Joey thinks he accidentally gave Mr. Bear away as well. Stephanie is devastated and heartbroken. Everyone wonders why she is so attached to Mr. Bear, and we eventually discover why. Overall, I give this episode a 7 out of 10, which in my ratings book is great. Alright, let's see if we got any trivia. Ooh, we got a little trivia. We got one thing of trivia, guys. <laughs> this is the only time in the series where we see Danny's wife and Jesse's sister, Pam Katsopoulos Tanner. Of course, that's been mentioned many times in these three reviews. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, filming locations. Stage 24, Warner Brothers Burbank Studios. Language <laughs> spoken English. <laughs> Quotes. Oh, Okay. DJ Tanner, Steph, it may be spring cleaning to you, but to Dad, it's Christmas. Like, ugh, she ain't wrong about that. She ain't wrong about that. DJ Tanner, <laughs> Steph, let's try to talk about something else besides Mr. Bear. Stephanie Tanner, okay, let's talk about Joey. Why do you give away Mr. Bear? Oh, God. Yeah, she is harboring a lot of like, uh. But, yeah, uh, okay, we're, get- we're gonna get into that. Of course, going to do all the preliminary stuff of course where to find the podcast on social media facebook oh my land to holy chalupas a unofficial full house fuller house podcast just type in full house podcast fuller house podcast 
if you on Instagram, go to OMHCFHFH Full House Pod or something to that degree. I want to say there, I follow so many different Full House pages on Instagram. It ain't even funny. There's such a following for the show. Not just Full House, but Fuller House too, of course. Also, on Twitter, OMHC Full House Pod. Sorry, guys. Um, also, I have an email address for the podcast. It is omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com, where you can send your emails, your comments, your questions. You want to try to trump me with some Full House trivia, go for it, because I am game. I am the Full House master. I think I am. I've seen these episodes. I still watch them on Hulu, even though I've seen them a bunch of times. I do skip over the ones that I am going to review for the podcast, though, so... But um, <laughs> last night I watched the, uh, and I'm getting to this one for the podcast at some point. It's Trouble in Twin Town. <laughs> the one where um, Mark, what the heck's his last name? I think it's like Mark Brubaker. If you guys are familiar with Perfect Strangers, that was also on ABC along with Full House. Okay, Mark Linbaker. Okay, that he played Larry Elton. Oh my god, he was oh, a piece of work in that episode. Trouble in Twin Town. I just want to take him and just toss his hiney out the door. Just you in that suit. I'm gonna chuck ya. Just down the. I hope you hit every step on the way down too, because uh, he infuriates me. I'm saving that for that episode, though. I'm saving my anger, my fury, my rage, all of it for that man and his giraffe of a wife. We'll get to that. Of course, real quick, I do want to say May is going to be the two Mother's Day episodes. I'm doing Goodbye, Mr. Bear, which is this one. I'm doing Slumber Party, which is another Stephanie misses her mom. This one is more the girls collectively together missing their mom. It's, you know, DJ Stephanie. Michelle is only two, so she doesn't really have any memories of her mom. Even this home video, she has no... I don't even think the girls say, hey, Michelle, look, that's our mom. Because she's two. She's... Pam... Katsopoulos, Tanner is a stranger to her. She doesn't know her mom. There is a Michelle episode called um, Matchmaker Michelle. I'm not getting to it this time. I think I will save that for maybe even next Mother's Day. We'll see. We'll see. In June, of course, I'm going to be in honor of Father's Day. I am doing Daddy's Home from Season 1 and Season 4, Danny in Charge. Now, I want to give you guys a quick little update on what I will be doing. I got a bunch of different episodes, a bunch of different under series headings. I'm going to shout some out to you real quick. And I think I'm just going to have let maybe you guys decide which series I jump into next. As in which series of Full Out House episodes I'm going to do next. One of the things might be kind of fun to do, like in the summer... Um, July and August, maybe. Uh, the Best Friends series. We have Season 2's Pale Joey. Season 3, Dr. Dare Rides Again. Season 3, Fraternity Reunion. Season 3, Joey and Stacy and, oh yeah, Jesse. Season 4, Good News, Bad News, where DJ is on the paper and Kimmy writes the sports section. She's really bad at it. Girls Will Be Boys, where 
Michelle loses Teddy to pain in the butt Aaron and says, if you play with girls, I'm going to tell everyone you're a girl lover. The long goodbye where Teddy leaves from season six. He moves to Amarillo, Texas. Season seven, be your own best friend where Teddy comes back from Texas a season later. I guess it didn't work out for his family in Texas. They had to come back. I don't know. Um, Maybe his dad got retransferred to a position in San Fran. Um, But, of course, she's friends with Denise. So that kind of puts Michelle in a hitch when a class project comes up where she has to pick one best friend. Ugh. And of course, season eight's I Got a Secret, where Michelle um, and didn't, uh, excuse me, Michelle, Aaron, Derek, and Lisa all have some Mighty Morphin power kid, super kid, mutant, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Some knockoff Power Ranger mutant turtle type show that kids watch. Um, it's like a mashup of both. So we got the Best Friends series. We got serious episodes, Just Say No Way, Shape Up, The Volunteer, Silence is Golden, The Last Dance, Stephanie's Wild Ride, Under the Influence. There is also the Parenting series that focuses on Jesse and Becky, which I think I'm going to hold off on that because I did spend the first two months of the year doing a Jesse and Becky segment with the Jesse and Becky love story. But with that, it's Nikki and Alex, where they bring them home for the first time. Yours, mine, and ours, where they differ on how to parent Nikki and Alex when they're infants. Your uh, uh, tough love, where they gotta, they gotta actually parent and punish, discipline their kids. They're not doing that. Their kids are nuts, out of control. They're, the boys are toddlers at that point. So support your local parents, where the... <laughs> The kids will, they're twins, they're only going to play with each other if that's the only person that they see 24-7. You're not getting them out to meet other kids. They're only going to, but then again, they, like, let's bring other kids in. Nikki and Alex are still there hanging on to each other like a life raft, like a life preserver. It's, you got to separate them. Separate the twins. One takes what, you know, you know that even though Jesse loves both his twins, both his boys, he know he favors Nikki over Alex all the time. You see it in episodes. It feels like he kind of does favor because that's a twin that he named. But I could be wrong. Um, Trouble in Twin Town, of course, is the one with Becky's relatives. You know, the one I'm saving my rage for. Her relatives come from Nebraska to do the Twin Expo. Why? I don't. <laughs> Parenting 102, this is going to focus on Danny's, excuse me, Danny's parenting. We got crimes in Michelle's demeanor. We got the devil made me do it. We got driving Miss D- DJ, Danny in charge. I'm not DJ. Where, where has my little girl gone? And high anxiety. Adventures in babysitting. Our very first night, misadventures in babysitting. Three men and another baby. Fuller House, Funner House, Fuller House, Uncle Jesse's Adventures in Babysitting, The Breakup Series, which has Breaking Up is Hard to Do in 22 Minutes, The Perfect Couple, and Love on the Rocks, Sister Series, Sisterly Love, Take My Sister Please, The Hole in the Wall Gang, and Sisters in Crime, The Prying Game, Lessons Learned Series, Nerd for a Day, El Problema Grande de DJ, 
A pinch is just a pinch. Stephanie gets framed. A fish called Martin. Easy Rider. Tanner Girls in Love series has baby love. Stephanie plays a field and lovers and other tanners. And that's pretty much it for the episodes in series. So I will leave that up to you guys. And we'll just kind of go from there. But there, there's some in there like, oh, these would be so fun to like do over the summer. Like, um, July and August and stuff like that. Maybe the best friends one could be like, or or maybe the best friends one could be like in school and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. That's up to you. Whatever you guys, I'm going to leave it up to you guys. And if I don't get any responses, well, you know, I'll just pick. So, all right. Without further ado, one last thing. If you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, you enjoy it. Or if you're new and you drop right in, you start to listen to episodes, you love the podcast. Go to iTunes, go to Apple Podcasts, search Full House Podcast. You'll find All My Land to Hold Each Loop is there. Leave a rating and review. If you can give it five stars, if you feel it deserves five stars, do it. Use emojis to describe characters, episodes. I love to try to guess what ones you're trying to, that you're describing on there. So, all right, guys, let's jump into Goodbye, Mr. Bear. Alright, of course we have this little 10 second cold open with Michelle. She's in her room. She's got a little ballerina music box on a little round table in her room. And she's just looking at it and saying, baby, 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 baby. Uncle Jesse comes in and he kneels down next to her and he's like, baby, 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 baby. And she's like, no, stop, my turn. Baby, 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 baby. And Uncle Jesse just gets up and lives. It's really... I'd say this cold open was very weak sauce. I've seen better cold opens, let me tell you that. I mean, granted, this is the first of the cold opens, starting with season two of Full House. But it's just like, ugh. Alright, now we come out of the intro. We are in the living room. It's probably like a Saturday. It's 7 o'clock in the morning, guys. I can see why Jesse is falling asleep. While sitting on the back of a chair, his head is being propped up by what looks like maybe a broom or I think it's a mop. And the girls are just, especially DJ and Stephanie, they're not into this. Joey, of course, everyone's wearing clothes that they would probably use to clean in. Except for just, no one's wearing jeans when they're cleaning. They're just not. You're going to be wearing like sweats or something you don't mind getting gross and dirty. Like Joey here, he's wearing sweats, top and bottoms, and he's got a toilet scrub brush. Oh, I would not be touching that with a bare hand. I would want gloves. So Danny is acting like a drill sergeant. He's like, it's 0700 hours. We're going to be attacking grease, grime, slime, and sludge, and that is just Joey's room. Like, oh, stop. So clearly, dirt is bad, as Danny asks the question, what is dirt? Michelle's like, dirt bad! Of course, yes, she is now brainwashed with Danny's cleaning mentality. And don't forget, this type of an episode, this cleaning type of an episode does come back, I believe it's like season six? I think maybe season six, season five, season six, somewhere around there, where everyone's had enough of Danny's drill sergeant cleaning. Of course, 
This is where we get Stephanie. Like, Gosh, DJ, Dad's really into spring cleaning, huh? And DJ looks at Stephanie and says, Steph, <laughs> it may be spring cleaning to you and me, but to Dad, it's Christmas. So of course, Joey wants to whine and complain. So it's like, permission to whine? Of course, Danny says, permission denied. Get back in line, soldier. <laughs> of course, now he's going to go right over to a sleeping Jesse and, like, scream right in his ear. Look alive, soldier. Like, whoa, shoof. What in the... <laughs> so Jesse's like, gosh, don't do that. I was having such a beautiful dream. We hired a cleaning service. I mean, I get the girls, basically, their only real job is to clean their bedroom, which they do that anyway. I mean, if Danny wanted a deep cleaning of his house, like, maybe every six months, go hire someone. Or, I mean, season two, they really kind of amp up Danny, making him the clean, clean... <laughs> the lean, mean, cleaning machine that we all know Danny Tanner to be as the series goes on. So Danny sends them on their way. Of course, they're singing the chant, If we find dirt, we will attack, then we'll get Danny off our back. <laughs> I'm going to play this clip because this is just... <laughs> this is just cute. Good morning, troops. It is now 0700, and it's time to attack the enemy. Grease, grime, slime, sludge... And that's just Joey's room. <laughs> now, what is dirt? Dirt bad. I can't hear you. Dirt bad. Daddy's really into spring cleaning, isn't he? It may be spring cleaning to you and me, but to Dad, it's Christmas. Permission to whine? Permission denied. Get back in line, soldier. Yes, for spotlessness. Look at that! Don't do that. Having a beautiful dream. Hired a cleaning service. Now, troops, you all have your assignments. Now, sound off. Up. If we find dirt, we will attack. If we find dirt, we will attack. And we'll get Danny up our back. So, we move up to the girls' room. We see a big pile of stuffed animals on the floor off to the side of Stephanie's bed. Mr. Bear, of course, is at the foot of Stephanie's bed right by her toy box as she's going through stuff. Um, I can see definitely with the way that things are going right now, people can relate. Being they have all this time at home, people are doing a lot of house cleaning, spring cleaning, yard work, just things that you probably would always be putting off for a while. Like, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. But now that you're home, you're like, well, I have no choice. I may as well get to it. Granted, of course, at this time, there are donation places that are taking any donations. So really, all you can do is throw your stuff in a garbage bag and let it pile up in your basement or uh, your garage until the ban, of course, on donations being... Restricted is lifted. 
So I love how she's telling Mr. Bear kind of what she's doing. Because Mr. Bear's her best friend. So a lot of it is mainly... It's going to be stuffed animals. It's going to maybe be some board games. I see an Etch-A-Sketch at the foot of DJ's bed on the floor. So maybe that's what she's getting rid of. Stephanie's explaining that the toys that they're not going to play with anymore, they're going to go to charity. So that way... And they're gently used toys. It's not like that Etch-A-Sketch is missing a little knob on it or anything. Or, you know, the board games that are missing pieces. I mean, you're not going to do that. Like, oh, I'll donate this because it's missing pieces. No, you're not going to do that to another child. That kind of stuff you throw in the trash. Interesting. She pulls out Candyland out of the toy box. And she's kind of asking Mr. Bear, like, hey, what do you think, Mr. Bear? Should we keep Candyland? I'm like, no. Get rid of it. I got a Mr. Can uh, Mr. Candyland. <laughs> no. Um, I got that probably about a year or so ago. I was like, didn't you, you know, the last time I played it before that was when I was a kid. And I played it with Jeremy. Like, gosh, is this all there is to this game? Just flipping a card and seeing what color you move to? This, this is boring. If that's all there is, just getting to the end. And it's just like, ugh. You can't have, like, uh, a candy demon or a candy evil king coming and, like, wrecking havoc on your journey or something to that effect. Or maybe, like, oh, you gotta get these, these candies to these, um, you know, the, in, the, uh, the less fortunate children that are without candy and you're on a journey and then you get sabotaged or you end up getting like robbed on your journey by the minions of the candy king who's trying to prevent you from giving the children candy. I don't know. Something to that effect. Put more stakes involved in your journey. Like the end game is going to be getting the candy to the kids. And this is what you got to go through. I don't know. That that sounds like a better version of Candyland. That could be like Candyland like 2.0 or something. And of course we get a shot of Mr. Bear's like blank face. And Stephanie's like, you know what? Yeah, there's there's no real candy in it. I mean, you don't get a lollipop once you uh, cross the finish line. So, meh. Now one thing I want to say about the board games... As the show goes on, it's funny because we see Candyland, but a lot of times when we see, like, the board games on a shelf, they're going to have, like, a red or a black sticker kind of blanking out the title of it. So, granted, this is in season two. Maybe they were allowed a little bit of leeway with that. Of course, DJ brings in Michelle, and she just sees, like, the floor just covered, like, a big pile of toys. And I'm surprised she didn't just go, like, run and jump into the stuffed animals like a pile of leaves. Doesn't that sound like fun? And you wouldn't get messy. You wouldn't have, like, little bitty crumbs of, like, leaves, you know, dead leaves hanging off your jacket or anything. It'd be like, I'm gonna, like, take a flying leap from the doorway and just throw my body into this big old pile of stuffed animals. Yay! DJ's like, Michelle, we're going to be giving these toys away, but of course, before we do, you get first dibs on anything we're, we're going to get rid of. Granted, Michelle is already, her eyes are like glued on Mr. Bear as she's like, uh, you know, rubbing his foot. Like, oh, what's in this toy box? Anything? Oh, there's candy. I don't want that. No. 
<laughs> She's not even looking in DJ's direction. <laughs> like, oh, Mr. Bear, one day he'll be mine. No, she, no, he won't. He will never be yours, Michelle. Yeah, anything you want here, Michelle? I want that! And she grabs Mr. Bear by his ascot and starts, like, yanking him out of the room, dragging him on the floor. No, she actually picked him up. Then Mr. Bear is as big as Michelle. So she turns around, starts walking. Of course, Stephanie's like, excuse me, sweetie. Are you going somewhere? Oh, you are? Well, Mr. Bear is not going along with you. Thank you. I'm going to play this clip. It's so cute. It's already there? Dang. Stephanie calls Michelle a bear napper, pulls Mr. Bear from Michelle's clutches and says, Michelle, Mr. Bear is one of the family. You can't have him. And DJ, of course, is like, Mr. Bear, if he's related to anybody, it's the mattress. And Stephanie is like, what's that, Mr. Bear? Mr. Bear says, how rude. Indeed he does. Joey comes in with a black garbage bag and says, all right, what stuff's going to charity? Because they're just now bagging it up. Pretty much all the stuff you see on the floor is up for grabs to go to charity. And Danny comes in. Oh, before that, of course, it's like, oh, you want to give away this little doll? It's little Miss Giggle Tommy. You press right there on her belly button and she giggles. <laughs> Danny comes in. It's like, Joey, the truck's waiting. Let's go. The truck is there already? This stuff should have been bagged up yesterday. <laughs> like, I can you hold like 10 minutes? Because we got to bag up these other bears and candy land and other things. You got five minutes to sit in your truck while we throw all this stuff in a black garbage bag? Oh, God. So this is going to be like a Salvation Army truck or a, a truck that's going to take it to St. Jude's or something. Like, I don't know. So Danny has given Stephanie the disgusting job of cleaning behind the refrigerator because she's the only one small enough to fit back there. Stephanie's like, hey, Michelle, you want that job? Michelle's not even looking at her. No, thank you. A two-year-old cleaning behind the fridge. I don't think so. That is dangerous. There are wires back there. Very dangerous. I would not let a kid back behind a fridge. 
Even if you're pulling it out, something could happen. It could tip back. It could smush her. Yes. But Danny doesn't care. He just needs to get behind his fridge. And Stephanie's the girl to do it. The one daughter, I guess he doesn't have a problem sacrificing. Alright, so now we're in the kitchen. Danny is doing a little spot check with a sponge. A little dirt spot check. Michelle has got this adorable Fisher-Price oven cooking set just in the middle of the kitchen there across from the kitchen island. And, of course, Jesse comes in, does his famous butt slide across the kitchen counter. Of course, he slides because Danny just waxed the kitchen counter. So Jesse explains how he did the outdoor stuff. He hosed down the hose, scrubbed it clean, glistening in the sun. He's like, everything is perfect as he pulls on the door handle in the kitchen and the door handle comes right off. I don't think he broke it. I just think the screws on the inside of the door were loose. Like, it's not like he broke the handle in half. I think that could be fixable. But then again, all you gotta really do... I mean, we find out, like, the design for the kitchen handle to the drawer has been discontinued. Just get a different one. Does it? I get Danny is really... Everything's gotta match. Everything's gotta look the same. Everything's gotta go together. His beautiful kitchen. But the way that he reacts to Jesse's like, You just ruined my kitchen! You can, as Jesse told me, you can see the screws, just put it back in. If he's got to put in a couple new holes, so be it. I'm going to play this. Danny's reaction is just, oh my gosh. Well, Michelle, my kitchen is immaculate. How you doing with your kitchen? <laughs> dirt gone. <laughs> yes, dirt gone, but never forget, dirt come back. <laughs> oh, some dirt came back right there. Daddy will get it. Yo, Danny. And you just buffed it. Thanks, Jen. I'm all finished cleaning, man. I even hosed down the hose. Everything's perfect. Did I say perfect? You broke off the handle. You just ruined my kitchen. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. I'll get a new one. Next time you see this kitchen, it'll be back to perfect. Mom, Michelle, you want to go for a ride in the car? I do it. I hope you'll be proud of yourself. <laughs> around here somewhere. Maybe Joey's seen him. If you see Mr. Bear before I do, tell him he's in very big trouble. I'll give him a message. So Jesse's like, look, Danny, don't worry. I'm on it. I'm going to go to the hardware store. I'm going to get a new door handle for your kitchen drawer. It's going to be fine. Michelle, hey, you want to go for a ride in the car? And she's like, God, dirty. And of course, Jesse's like, great. I hope you're happy with yourself. Uh-huh. So he takes Michelle to go to the hardware store. Of course, now we got to get to plot A, which, of course, Mr. Bear is now missing. Stephanie's like, have you seen Mr. Bear? And, of course, Danny's like, well, I haven't, but maybe Joey has. And Stephanie's like, if you see Mr. Bear before I do, let him know he's in very big trouble. Now we got DJ with her karate tournament. Let's go, Dad. Let's go. We're going to be late for my karate match. So I don't think she can DJ continues karate after 
season two. I think she trades in her karate gi for some cowboy boots and uh oh actually this is the season dj's first horse right that's season two let me double check i'm pretty sure it's season two i think uh, 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 yep episode four dj's first horse okay so she's doing a mixture of karate and also having an interest in horses so yeah because if you think about it, DJ's got those things, her, those are her interests. Stephanie really, with the ballet and the dancing, is pretty much the only thing that she has an interest in right at this moment. Um, other than that, she's a pretty decent student. I can't think of anything else later on that she really has a particular interest in. I mean... Much later, season seven or eight, she wants, I think it's eight, she wants to do the uh, the girl talk, you know, music, the band and everything like that. So. so Joey's been in the living room cleaning it up and apparently he even cleaned the logs because Danny hates burning dirty wood. How do you clean a log? Danny, of course, has to get his white glove for inspection. Like, oh, this might be perfect to the naked eye. But let's see if it passes the Tanner test for tidiness. Oh, actually, he does not use a white glove. He actually uses his bare finger. <laughs> Joey, of course, like, yes, Danny, I cleaned all the logs in the fireplace. I know how you feel about burning dirty wood. Okay, no, I'm thinking the one where he has a white glove and he's doing a little soot test with the fireplace. That's, that's down the road. That's like season six, I believe, of season five or six. I'm going to look because that's going to drive me nuts if I don't know. All right, season five, episode 22, entitled The Trouble with Danny. Danny is overzealous about spring cleaning. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to, three, three months, three years later, three seasons later, Danny is going to be at it again. It's like, DJ's like, I got to get to karate. I don't want to be late. Can you imagine just walking in late and everyone just staring at you? Ugh. It's such a bad example, of course. It shows that she's not serious and not taking karate responsible. She grabs Danny by the arm. Dad, let's go. Christmas is over. We've done the spring cleaning. We're moving on. We're going to my karate tournament. Thank you. Let's go. She pushes him out the door. Danny's like, oh boy, I hate to leave. And Joey says, oh, don't worry, Danny. I'll stand guard here in case any dust tries to settle. <laughs> Joey does a little salute. Of course, with Danny gone, what does Joey do? He jumps on the couch and just, uh, 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 jumping up and down on the couch cushions. <laughs> oh, what once might have been a clean room is now a pigsty because we go up to DJ and Stephanie's room. Everything is just taken out of the dresser drawers. Clothes are hanging over the sides. Clothes are just all over the place. She's looking for Mr. Bear. Why would he be in a drawer that he wouldn't fit into? When you're looking for something, you're not thinking logically. Half the time it's like, hey, if you stop thinking about it, stop looking for it, and just kind of go on with something else, odds are you're going to come across what you're looking for because your mind isn't focused on it. Dang, they got a lot of stuffed animals. I thought they just gave away a bunch of them. Stephanie, of course, is now by the window and just throwing monkeys, rhinos, bunnies. Like, not a bear in this bunch. Hey, there's that little um, Melvin frog that will come up and 
other episodes. That's where uh, DJ kept the key to her diary. Oh, wait. Did she? I think she moved it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play this clip because Stephanie is really getting very distressed. He didn't. Steph, why don't you keep looking and I'll see if I can track him down. Good. God, I hate to bother you. I know you've got a lot of stuff to do, but Mr. Bear's missing. So if you could squeeze in just one little miracle, I'd be a happy camper. <laughs> Stephanie's just kind of acting like any kid, or even an adult for that matter, that Something that you care about that's very precious to you is missing. And it's almost like you feel like you don't know who you are without, without that one thing. Especially if it was a gift from a family member. Granted, we don't know that at this point in the episode. But since season two started, we kind of, that's how we got, I don't believe Mr. Bear was in season one. We kind of got introduced to him in season two, and he'll be in, you know, season three. And it seems like he kind of tapers off a little bit. We might get, like, a mention of Mr. Bear in later seasons and stuff like that. But pretty much season two and three are prime Stephanie Mr. Bear moments. So Joey stumbles upon Stephanie just flipping stuffed animals here, there, and everywhere. Just rhinos, monkeys... Bunny's not a bear in this bunch. And then she stands up. It's like, clearly he's not there. And she's like, call the police. Call the FBI. Call me a cab. I gotta find Mr. Bear. And Joey's like, Steph, Steph, hold on a second, all right? Just calm down. Take a breath. Don't panic. And then, of course, when he says, Stephanie, take a breath, she takes a heaping <gasps> mouthful of and just where her cheeks are puffed out, and he's like, all right, now tell me when was the last time you saw Mr. Bear? And Stephanie, of course, her cheeks are still filled with air, and he kind of looks at her like, Steph, you can let the breath out now. So she tells Joey that Mr. Bear was near her when she was sorting toys to give away to charity, and Joey's like, that's right, he was there when you were giving, putting sorting through toys for charity and the moment kind of dawns on him as he's probably thinking back like did I did I put Mr. Bear in there because odds are Joey just took an arm load of stuffed animals not really looking and just throwing them in the black garbage bag and mind you you once it's closed you can't see through it so you don't know what all you threw in there and Stephanie's like looks at him as he's kind of thinking she's like you didn't give away mr bear did you and joey's like oh no no you know what why don't you keep looking and i'll check around the house some more and then we'll you know 
Like, bottom line, Steph, we're gonna find Mr. Bear. I mean, it's not like he got up and left the house on his own two feet, so. Yeah, the look on Joey's face here, like, right, Steph, he was here when I came up to collect the toys for the charity. Joey's mouth is agape, and Stephanie, of course, sees this, and she's like, you didn't give away Mr. Bear, did you? Yeah, he just tells her, you know, keep looking, I'll see if I can track him down. So he's not saying, yes, I did, but we'll see what we can come up with. He's gotta be somewhere. Oh my gosh! I just look behind Joey and DJ's mattress is, like, practically on the floor. Stephanie was that- I mean, when you're looking for something, you are, like, ripping rooms apart. Like, practically, literally. So, as soon as Joey hits the doorway, Stephanie, hands clasped together, you know, just- Praying to God, like, God, I, I hate to bother you, and I know you've got a lot of stuff going on right now, a lot of other prayers to listen to, but unfortunately, Mr. Bear is missing, and he means a lot to me, and if you could just squeeze in one little miracle, I'd be a happy camper. Joey, of course, hears this, and of course, I mean, he doesn't need to hear Stephanie's prayer just to know how much this bear means to her, but... Bottom line, it's like, I gotta find out, find Mr. Bear. If I did give him away, then I gotta track down that charity truck and find out where he's at. So, Stephanie is wearing a lilac-colored sweatshirt, and I like how her little uh, hair scrunchies for her pigtails actually match. They're the same color as that lilac sweater. Of course, we close out the scene. Stephanie actually has her toy box upside down where she can crawl into it and she's just pulling stuff out. So Danny and DJ come back from her karate tournament. She did amazing. She really nailed some kid that was twice her size. Danny is so, he's so happy with her that he tried to start the wave. Oh God. <laughs> I don't even think, I can't think if I, I tried doing that once at some event or somebody did and, like, I continued it. I don't know. And it's just like, <laughs> like, all right. DJ comes into the kitchen and, oh, boy, is uh, Danny gonna have a schwitz fit when he comes in. Because every door, every cupboard door in that kitchen is just gone. Granted, um... All of them are up against the kitchen counter. Jesse is working, sanding, shaving on a sawhorse. And, of course, he's got, like, some, whether it's a rag or a tool or something that is right in DJ's path when she opens the door. And I'm like, oh, my God. And just the audience reaction of, whoa, Danny is going to freak. So I'm going to play this clip, because, of course, Jesse's like, oh my gosh, you're back already? <laughs> well, they're not going to be gone for, like, six hours. I mean, my gosh, it's just a kid's karate tournament. You were great. That kid was twice your size. Thanks, Dad. But next time I win a match, don't try and start a wave. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm 
go start dinner. Uh, Dad, let's go have some Chinese food. Okay. Why don't we go to Chinatown? We always go to Chinatown. Let's go to China. <laughs> yeah, let's go to China. We'll call for takeout. DJ's like, gosh, I'm glad I'm not you. <laughs> and Jesse's like, you're back already? Oh, no, she says, I'm glad I'm not a part of this. <laughs> I love this. He's like, look, do me a favor and keep your pop out of this kitchen for, like, say, three or four days, huh? And DJ's like, work fast, and maybe I can give you three or four minutes. <laughs> so she goes out there, tries to stall Danny about, like, hey, you know what? Because he's like, hey, I'm going to go get dinner started. She's like, well, wait, no, how about this? Why don't we just um, go out to eat? Oh, she's like, hey, let's go have some Chinese food. So it's like, hey, let's go to Chinatown. And she's like, well, we always go to Chinatown. Let's go to China. <laughs> so it's like, hey, you know what? Um, we'll call for takeout and I'll get the menus. They're in the kitchen. And of course, DJ's like, dad, don't go in there. And of course, Danny just kind of laughs it off like, of course, he goes through the swinging door to the kitchen, comes back out and says, why did you let me go in there? She's like, well, we could have gone to China. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to play this clip because Danny flips his gourd. <laughs> Eyes bugging out of his head. Just, oh, my gosh. He just wants to smash Jesse into the ground. He's so angry. Oh, he's so angry. What has happened is I went to the hardware store to buy a new handle, right? But the design was discontinued. So I got a whole new set. See, I got this whole new set. Pretty decorative, huh? Why did you have to do all that? See, and then what happened was the screws were too fat. I mean, I got a bunch of fat screws. So I had to make the hole bigger. So I'm drilling, dusting, turn, breaking the veneer on the fronts here. So I had to put whole new fronts on the drawers. Exactly. going to be happy with this it's like he got you all up at 7 a.m to clean and now you're creating a mess that is going to last for days because jesse isn't even finished where danny is just shaking with rage he's so angry <laughs> just like oh you probably want an explanation don't you and danny's shaking his head like yes i want an explanation so Jesse so nervously running around trying to explain what happened and what led to Danny's cupboards being doorless. Jesse says, well, basically what happened, I went to the hardware store to buy a new handle. Unfortunately, the design was discontinued. 
So Jesse decided to just get a whole new set. And it's like, hey, isn't this pretty decorative? <laughs> Danny is not... He's... Yeah. So, of course, basically, the screws were too fat. And Jesse ended up breaking the front on the door. So then he had to go and replace all the doors because you want them all to match. Because you know Danny... And not just the drawers, but the cabinets also. You don't want them to match. Cabinets and drawers and such. Oh, he had to make the holes bigger, and he ended up breaking breaking the veneer on the front. Okay, so that's why he had to. Gotcha. You want them all to match. Which, I mean, it's nice, but the fact that he went to all that trouble, as nice as it is, this is someone's kitchen. They're gonna want to have a say. You could have easily said, look, Danny, unfortunately, the design was discontinued. How do we want to proceed from here? Because it was an accident. Jesse just grabbed the handle and it was just loose and it either broke off or... But if, you know, it's just, I'm sure Danny would have definitely wanted... You'd want to have a say. You wouldn't want someone to... You wouldn't want to come home, find your cupboards... The doors are bare because someone decided to take it upon themselves to make new doors for you. And probably choose a design that you probably, I mean, it's your kitchen, you want to have a say. And that's basically all Danny really wanted. He just, and plus, Jesse's got like tarp, cloth tarps all over the kitchen, you know, sawdust on the floor. And Danny finally, when he can speak, is like, how could you do this to me? On my day, this is my Christmas. Because Jesse's like, look, I, I promise I'll clean it all up. And Danny's like, everything was all cleaned up. But one saying gets tossed around a lot in this episode. How could you do this to me? First with Danny, and then, of course, we're going to get Stephanie. Because in a way, they both kind of had something taken from them. Danny with, um, you know, his kitchen and having a say in what his new cabinets are going to look like and drawers. And Stephanie with losing Mr. Bear. So let's jump ahead to the living room where we see Stephanie dragging in a cop off the street. Just, oh my gosh! So she's dragging the man in by the hand. She's like, please, please, I've looked everywhere. I'm telling you, he was kidnapped. And this guy probably thinks, like, oh, like, maybe her baby brother or something, someone was kidnapped. So, he finally, when he can get a word in edgewise, like, slow down, okay? Everything's going to be okay. Now, who was kidnapped? And right away, this guy should have connected the dots. And she says, Mr. Bear. So, I mean, obviously, he's not going to probably write off, think, oh, it's a stuffed animal. If anything, it's like, oh, your cat or your dog named Mr. Bear? So, when he asks Stephanie to describe Mr. Bear, she, oh, wait, the name, of course, what's his first name? Teddy. <laughs> and she says that he's about this tall, so probably about, what, two feet tall? And he's got a trench coat, a scarf, a detective's hat. Finally, it dawns on the police officer that uh, Stephanie is describing a stuffed animal. And he's like, this Mr. Bear, he's a stuffed animal, isn't he? And Stephanie's like, mm, technically. <laughs> I like that we get a person of color already in, in Full House. This is season two. 
Well, actually, no, now that I think about it, we had Ernie Hudson in season one. He played Reggie the Sandman in um, the, what's it, Knock Yourself Out, when Danny was uh, interviewing Reggie the Sandman for uh, before Wake Up San Francisco. It was when he was um, a sportscaster. Of course, Danny and Jesse come in, and they're like, and Jesse's like, you called the police? Because I messed up your kitchen? And then Dan and Jesse goes into this long explanation about what happened, starting with the door handle and needing to replace the handle and the design being discontinued and so on and so forth. And the cupboards and the drawers got to match and all that stuff. Danny's like, I didn't call the police. What's going on here, officer? And, of course, the officer says, well, this little girl flagged me down to report a missing bear. And, of course, he gives uh, the information that Stephanie gave him. That's when Joey comes in. He's like, um, Steph, I think I know what might have happened. Um, I think I might have given Mr. Bear to um, the charity. Unfortunately, you know, I tried to track them down. Unfortunately, all the toys have been given out. Um, I gotta say, I don't know is that I... Would they be given out right away? I mean, that seems pretty quick. That's like, that's same day. That is same day. I mean, you think they want to go through all the the garbage bags and whatever and just make sure that the toys... You're not going to give a stained bear. Not that Mr. Bear was stained. Not that he s smelled. But you're going to want to make sure that anything that's in there isn't broken, that it's not torn or stained or any or smells like it's been sitting in a basement or up in an attic smelling like mothballs. Speaking of someone that, that worked at um, a secondhand store, a lot of stuff that people would just donate would be, I'm cleaning out my attic. I haven't been up there in years. I'm cleaning out my basement. We just had a flood like a year ago and we're just now getting to stuff. Throw it in a garbage bag, take it to a secondhand shop, let them deal with it. That's pretty much, it seems like, a lot of people's attitudes. They just want to get rid of it. This, of course, is going to a charity. But even still, I really think that's pretty fast that they all have already, same day, been given out. I, I, I think there would be a little bit of time in between. So upon hearing that, unfortunately, Mr. Bear is gone for good, Stephanie is just... She's heartbroken. And she looks at the officer. It's like, officer, arrest this man. And then Stephanie just looks at Joey like, how could you do this to me? And she just runs upstairs. And the cop looks at Joey, shakes his head in disgust, like, almost like, boy, oh boy, do I want to slap these cuffs on you and take you in. You are a despicable excuse for a human being. I just, I, I can imagine that's what's going through his head. Technically. You call the police because I messed up your kitchen? 
I swear, officer, what happened was the design was discontinued, right? So I put a new thing, I'm doing new holes, the thing breaks, I'm shaving the deal when he walks in. Jesse, I didn't call the police. Oh, officer, what's the problem? This little girl flagged me down to report a missing bear. Brown hat, gray trench coat, brown snout. Uh, Steph, I think I know what might have happened. I may have accidentally put Mr. Bear in the bag of toys that we gave to charity. I tried to track him down, but they've already been given away. You gave away Mr. Bear? Officer, arrest this man. Steph, I'm really sorry. How could you do this to me? Take better care of your things, Steph. Oh, God, he just looks at him like, gosh, I want to handcuff you so bad and take you in. Alright, now we're going to jump back upstairs to the girls' room. We have Stephanie busy at the little table. She's got a bunch of different colored construction paper out. She's making a reward poster. It's so adorable. It says, have you seen this bear? On the bottom, it says, big reward, I mean it. Um, Steph, I know you're new to this reward poster thing, but... Um, how are they going to contact you? You have no phone number. <laughs> you have no name. Like, call, so call Stephanie at 555-2424. I remember that because I remember the uh, episode, The Hole in the Wall Gang, where Stephanie and DJ end up accidentally putting a hole in the wall of Danny's bedroom. <laughs> and, of course, Michelle's got to distract Danny by reciting her phone number. Also, with her eyes closed, <laughs> so I remember that. Oh my gosh, we just saw DJ at her desk. I don't remember the last time we ever saw her at her desk. So DJ's like, hey, Steph, how many of those posters are you going to make? She's got to be running low on brown, because of course, between have you seen this bear and reward, big reward, I mean it, we see a profile shot of Mr. Bear. Stephanie's got to be running low on brown. I mean, it only crayons only seem to really color good when they got that fine point, and then when that's flattened out, it's just like. Ugh. So yeah, it's like how many of those posters are you gonna make? And of course, Stephanie's like, I'm gonna put one on every single telephone pole in America. I've gotta find Mr. Bear. But DJ's trying to get Stephanie, you know, distract or take her mind off Mr. Bear, which is kind of hard to do when she's making reward posters for him. Hey, let's talk about something else besides Mr. Bear. <laughs> Stephanie's like, okay, um, let's talk about Joey. Why did he give away Mr. Bear? Like, okay, well, that was a, a bad tactic there. So Steph uh, DJ's like, you know, Stephanie, remember that time that you lost my pillow person? And I was so angry with you. And eventually, I forgot about him. I grew up and I moved on. So it's almost like DJ's trying to invalidate. Many of the family are just trying to like, you lost this toy. It's sad. I know you had good memories with Mr. Bear, but you really should move on from this. They're just invalidating Stephanie's right to be able to be upset about this and work through her feelings. I mean, DJ even tells Stephanie, like, don't blame Joey for that. I mean, accidents happen. Uh, yeah, and then DJ brings up the pillow person. Like, remember that time you lost my pillow person? Oh, he was so cute. He had dangling arms and legs. 
<laughs> I can't wait till I get to the three men in a they uh three men in the the other baby episode where Stephanie and DJ are kind of going back and forth insulting each other's childhood toy. And <laughs> I love Stephanie's response when she says, Adorable, please. It has arms and legs growing out of its face. And I just like, oh, God. She doesn't say that here, but of course, DJ's trying to prove how mature she is by the fact that she was upset that she lost the pillow person. Says, I grew up, I moved on. And Stephanie's like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I found your pillow person. It was under my mattress. I, like, saw it there, like, a month and a half ago, and I, like, forgot about it. But here you go. And just DJ, oh, my gosh, my pillow person. I never thought I'd see you again. And Stephanie's like, okay, somebody sure hasn't moved on and matured. <laughs> and DJ, of course, realizes she's being a little overdramatic and, like, a little overexcited. It's like, oh, I mean, what a pleasant surprise. Yeah, right. Everyone in this family is just trying to invalidate Stephanie's feelings. I mean, her grandparents come with a whole, like, truckload of new bears. And it's just like, let her grieve for Mr. Bear for at least a little bit. Let her feel like it's okay to feel sad. But they're, like, get over it. Here's a new, here's a whole, like, ten new bears for you to, like, love. Just like you loved Mr. Bear. It's like, come on, guys. Steph, how many of those posters are you going to make? I'm going to put one on every telephone pole in America. I've got to find Mr. Bear. So why don't we try talking about something else besides Mr. Bear? Okay, let's talk about Joey. Why did he give away Mr. Bear? <laughs> Don't blame Joey. Accidents happen. Like, remember the time you lost my pillow person? He was so cute. He had dangling arms and legs. I was mad at you for losing him, but then I got over it. I grew up. I moved on. Yeah, I bet you didn't. I found your pillow person under my mattress. <laughs> my you mean under your bed? Person. Okay, DJ, cool. It's... <laughs> Relax. Just a pillow person. <laughs> what a surprise. It's not dirty or stained at all. Steph, I feel terrible about this Mr. Bear thing. Is there any way I can make it up to you? Do you remember what Mr. Bear looked like? Oh, yeah, sure. Grab a crayon. Pass me a brown. I mean, I... I like that Joey at least is broken up about it. It's not like he's telling her, get over it. It was an accident. I mean, that's DJ saying that. But he wants to try to at least make it up in some way. Like, hey, um, is there anything I can do? And Stephanie's like, well, do you remember what Mr. Bear looked like? And he's like, yeah, I do. She's like, well, here, grab a crayon. Like, she's not even really looking at him. Like, okay, grab a crayon, get working, thank you. He's like, oh, pass me a brown. And I'm like, and I'm sure Stephanie's like, well, there's only one brown and I'm using it right now, so you'll have to wait. You can start by writing these words. Have you seen this bear? Under, on the bottom put, big reward, I mean it. And then maybe I'll give you this brown crayon when I'm done with it. <laughs> You know, to kind of, like, really sink in, like, this is your fault, Joey. All right, looking good, K. 
kitchen cupboards? Jesse did a bang-up job in there. Of course, Danny's like, hey, Jesse, can I come in? And he's like, uh, Jesse's like, all right, hold on, hold on. He wants to, you know, this big, oh, there is one cupboard. He's doing a finishing touch on one cupboard door that is still, he's just getting it all ready to go. You know, it's, it's, it's like this big accomplishment, this big reveal. Like, he really wants it to look really good for Danny to make up for breaking that handle. are pretty. Well, I do love it. This is great. Never hug me in front of my power tools. So Danny loves it, of course. It's great. Jesse did a, an amazing job. Now we're going to go over to the living room where we got Grandma Katopolis setting up a whole bunch of bears, at least like 15 to 20 of them. Like, Stephanie, come down. I have some new friends for you to meet. And DJ comes down with Michelle, like, don't worry, Stephanie's on her way down. Of course, she puts down Michelle, Michelle, boom, just zooms over to those toys. As Grandma's like, oh, give Grandma a big kiss. And, of course, Michelle's shaking her head. She's running past, like, eh, toys. <laughs> and, of course, Grandma cuts off of this is like, it's nice to see you too, sweetheart. <laughs> but, of course, when she goes to the toys, Grandma is like, no, honey, Stephanie gets to pick first, okay? Stephanie, come meet some new friends. Stephanie's on her way down. Aw, there's my baby. Give Grandma a great big kiss. <laughs> She's shaking her head no. <laughs> nice to you too, sweetheart. <laughs> my deal. Oh, no, honey. Stephanie picks first, okay? I hope this works. Steph's really taking this hard. You know, I realize that she's attached to this thing, but I mean, come on, it's just a stuffed animal. Oh, just a stuffed animal? Do you remember Doggy Catsopolis? <laughs> Not in front of people, huh? Doggy Catsopolis? Yeah, come on, Dad, let's go in the kitchen and work with our hands, shall we? Yes, you'd love that little stuffed mud. You used to throw them around the room for hours. And throw them? Flew. <laughs> Your little doggy Katsopolis had wings. Don't be stupid. He flew by flapping his little ears. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandpa. Hi, honey. Look what Grandpa Nick and I brought you. Some new friends. Why don't you go get to know them? He looks like a detective. Sorry, Joey. Could you take him back to the store? <laughs> Looking at that face is just too painful. I tried. You yeah, did. Snap the kid out of this. 
I can't understand why she's so attached to that bear. Well, I guess we better bring these back, too. Too late, Grandpa. <laughs> she's, like, covered in bears. Little Michelle. <laughs> I can barely see her. So Danny, Jesse, and Nick, Jesse's father, come in from the kitchen with plates of fried chicken and cold chicken from the fridge. And Jesse probably wanted to show off his amazing uh, carpentry skills with the cupboard doors and everything to his dad. Like, hey, dad, check this out. What do you think? Pretty good, eh? Michelle, of course, sees, like, the 15 bears, picks this light sky blue bear with a doctor's uniform on, and she's like, my bear. And, of course, Jesse's mom is like, no, honey, Stephanie gets to pick first, and then you'll have your... Choice of whatever she leaves you. <laughs> like, whatever's left over is up for grabs. Some of these bears I do notice. Like, this one bear in the back that's kind of a golden brown color. It's wearing, like, a red hoodie with the hood up and the ears that are going through. That bear, we do see that bear. We might even see some of the others that just become, like, um a little bit of a background scenery like around the little um the little nook window when there's a, like a bunch of stuffed animals so danny's like just hoping you know maybe Mich stephanie will find one of these bears appealing and hopefully it will heal the mr bear hole in her heart Jessie, of course, is like, you know, I realize she's attached to this thing, but it's just a stuffed animal. Of course, his mom's like, oh, really? Do you remember Doggy Katsopolis? And Deacon's like, really? Doggy Katsopolis, huh? What's that about? And of course, Jessie is like, hey, Dad, why don't we go into the kitchen and work with our hands, huh? And of course, Nick's like, oh, gosh, I remember that little dog. You used to play with him, throw him around the living room for hours. And of course, <laughs> Jessie, like, Thinking back to his childhood, just picturing himself playing with Doggy Katsopolis, as he says, well, he didn't, I didn't throw him, he flew. And of course, DJ's like, oh, so Mr. Doggy Katsopolis had wings? <laughs> oh, Jesse says, oh no, he didn't uh, have wings, he flew by flapping his little ears. Aww! What is so wrong with the grown guy remembering a time when he played with a stuffed animal? That's not unmasculine at all. But in Jesse's mind, apparently it must be. So Stephanie finally comes down and she hugs her grandparents and they're like, oh, look what Grandpa Nick and I brought you, sweetie. Why don't you go make friends with the bears over there? She's like, oh, I'll try. <laughs> so she goes over there and just like she asks questions to Mr. Bear looking for advice, she says, all right, let me ask you a question, bears. If DJ was picking on you, what would you do? And she's like, anybody? We get a shot of the bears. They're not saying it. She's not getting anything from them as she turns to her grandparents and says, they're duds. Take them back. That's when Joey comes in with what looks like Mr. Bear. I remember probably when I first saw this episode, I would have been fooled. Like, oh my gosh, it's Mr. Bear. No, actually, Stephanie is fooled for a hot second. It's like, Mr. Bear, I can't believe you were found. I missed you 
so much. And then she's like, wait, 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 wait a Hmm, this is not Mr. Bear. And Joey's like, well, how can you be sure? <laughs> Stephanie says, well, for one thing, Mr. Bear has a little scar on his nose from when I closed the toy box on it. Nice try, Joey, but this is an imposter bear. So Joey admits, well, I couldn't find the Mr. Bear, but I found his successful twin brother, Dr. Bear. It's Mr. Bear wearing a detective outfit, just like, actually, it's called Humphrey Beargart. Um, I think you can find it on like eBay, probably listed under the Full House Bear. Um, and if you're going to say Dr. Bear, I'm, I don't know. What doctors wear a 1930s detective outfit? Unless he's incognito as a detective, I don't know. You should have said, this is his twin brother, Sherlock Bear, or something. Private Eye Bear, or, uh... Well, Stephanie is just crestfallen, and she's like, nice try, everybody. She goes upstairs to mope some more, and really just... She tells you, like, look, I'm glad that you tried, but I can't look at that face. It just hurts too much. Now, if you were a child that lost a toy, and, I mean, luckily, Joey was able to find this toy, you know, two years later. They still made them. And, um, but if you were a kid and you lost something and a parent tried, I mean, let's say this something, this toy stuffed animal that you lost was very important because it was given to you by somebody who isn't around anymore. And someone tried to replace it. I mean, would you accept the gift or would you be like, this feels very insensitive to, you know, my loss and everything. And like, you're trying to make up for it and you, I don't, I don't know. I just, there are some things that you lose that just, they can't be replaced. Even if you found a replica of it it still wouldn't be the same because it wouldn't hold the same memories. So Nick and Irene are like, well, I guess we got to take these bears back to the toy store. Hopefully we save that receipt. But DJ's like, oh, too late, Grandpa. As we cut to the couch, Michelle is buried in those bears. You can barely see her head. Ha! <laughs> That's barely. <laughs> yeah, my bears. Like, yeah, I guess they are your bears now. So, Stephanie's upstairs in her little nook window. The stuffed animals that she had kind of lined just below it are all in a heap in the corner. And she's just looking out the window, just thinking, oh, I, I miss Mr. Bear so much. And they just, the family can't understand why she's attached to the, anim, the stuffed animal, Mr. Bear. Like, what is it about him? Like, they just see him as... A stuffed animal and nothing more but there's more to it than that and it just feels like this family in two years time have moved on and they've kind of forgotten little things about what happened two years ago I'm gonna play this clip as the family does their best to cheer up Stephanie and I mean do their best I mean distract her invalidate her feelings like Mr. Bear would want you to be happy play with your toys Stephanie as Danny holds up this doll like yeah, <laughs> and 
And you're just like, give me a smile, Stephanie. No, a real smile. Mr. Bear will want you to be happy. Like, stop it. Steph, I know you miss Mr. Bear, but it's not like you're all alone in the world. You still got us. I guess so. Alright, that's it, young lady. I'm tired of this moping around. Jesse, that's here. enough. Lay one of those on me, okay? Come on. Go away. Steph, a real <laughs> smile. Mr. Bear would want you to be happy. Because that's the kind of bear he was, right? And wherever Mr. Bear went, I'm sure he's bringing happiness to some other kid. We can that's hope. That's true. He was very good at that. He's been making me happy since I met him. I remember the exact day. <laughs> It was when Mom came home from the hospital with our new baby sister, Michelle. That's right. She gave DJ a charm bracelet. She gave you Mr. Bear. <laughs> oh, so that's why Mr. Bear is so important to you, because he was a present for Mom. Oh, yeah. I forgot Mom gave you Mr. Bear. <laughs> that must be why I love him so much.
It's been a long time since we watched those home movies at Danny's. What do you say? You guys want to go look at them? <laughs> yeah, let's go watch them. Can we do it now? Are you kidding? If spring cleaning is my Christmas, home movies are my New Year's Eve. Yes! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, I always get teared up at that scene. I always get teared up at that at this scene all the time. You know what? When they're talking about their their mom and, and, and DJ's talking about how you know, she used to remember everything about her mom and her, her voice and, and how she smelled and how you know, now it's getting harder and harder to remember. I mean, it's been two years. And it, it just, I just get worked up during this scene just because, you know, I mentioned about, you know, my mom having lupus and one of the things that I couldn't remember was what her voice sounded like before she had had her stroke and she couldn't talk anymore. And, um... When I had, my dad had found that home movie that was done when I was probably about a year and a half, two years old. It was like less than two minutes long, but I'm watching it. And then just amazed just to see her, you know, walking and able to see and, you know, being able to hear her voice. I just, I'm like, is that her voice? Is that what, what it sounded like? And... My mom was really sick for most of my childhood growing up. I just, I couldn't really remember a whole lot. So, I really I, I identify with, you know, Stephanie and, 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 and Michelle and, well, DJ and stuff, not really being able to remember it. I think because of... You know, it's been two years since Pam's death and the fact that they really haven't talked about it as much because the family is still, they're still healing from it. And I think sometimes when a tragic event happens, you lose a loved one, that your brain kind of compartmentalizes that and kind of pushes it to the back and kind of locks it away where, you know, that hurt just you know, you lock the memories away and, 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 and your feelings and stuff and just try to move forward. And I think maybe, like, that's what the guys were saying to them. It's like, the reason we haven't talked about it, you know, since the car accident is just because we were worried that it would bring all that pain back again. And um, in Fuller House, there's a scene where DJ brings up their mom passing away, you know, in the car accident when Stephanie, you know, when they got the news... Stephanie went up to her room, you know, this is when DJ and Stephanie had their own room, and, you know, Stephanie hid. It seems like Stephanie, when she has problems, like the whole thing with, with Joey's car, and, and she just runs, it's like she's, and, and just when things go bad, it's like she wants to, to, to punish herself and stuff, because she just feels, and it's just... But, um, back to this whole, whole thing, and everyone's kind of sharing their, their memories of Pam, and when DJ says, 
she's starting to forget. Um, Stephanie's worried that she's going to forget. Like, are we going to forget, Mommy? And it's like, no, no, you don't ever have to worry about forgetting your mom. And, you know, they, they share their memories. You know, Jesse was, that Pam was his big sister. And, you know, just, they had a lot of fun times. And she helped him with his first junior high dance, listening to Disco Inferno and teaching, showing him how to do, uh, you know, disco dancing and, you know, John Travolta from Saturday Night Live and everything like that. And, gosh, she's just like, gosh, she was a great big sister. She really loved me. God, I loved her. And, and one thing going back when Danny and the family come in to talk to Stephanie, Danny says, you know, I know you miss Mr. Bear, but, you know, you still have us. It's not like you're all alone in the world. And Stephanie's like, yeah, I guess so. And I don't like what Jesse does here. He's like, come out, get over here, young lady, and lay one of those killer smiles on me. I just, I don't like how they're not letting her, you know, feel sad about losing Mr. Bear, but... Yeah, and they find out that Mr. Bear was a gift from Pam, because that was the day that Pam had brought Michelle home from the hospital. DJ got a charm bracelet, and Stephanie was gifted with Mr. Bear. Jesse finally gets off his high horse. He's like, oh, that's why Mr. Bear is so important to you, because he was a present from Mom, huh? And Stephanie's like, oh, yeah, I forgot Mr. Mom gave me Mr. Bear. And I think she forgot because it's been a couple years. And like I said, when something traumatic happens, we sometimes push those memories, lock them away where we can't be hurt by them anymore. And just anything associated with that, the same thing, you know? Joey also says how he would take Pam down to the comedy club with him when he had new material, sit her in the front row. When she started laughing, it's like her laugh was infectious. Everyone would start cracking up. And just, you know, we learn, you know, we learn in here, of course, this is that Pam was killed in a car accident. We don't learn till season eight that Pam was not just in a car accident. She was killed by a drunk driver. And I like how Stephanie says, it's a good thing that we remember Mama, because we need to tell Michelle what she was like. I wish we had had episodes like that, where the girls, you know, you would think at some point Michelle would have questions. Like in Matchmaker Michelle. I think I might cover that one for this Mother's Day after the Slumber Party episode. I really, I think I want to hit all three of them. You know, with this one, Goodbye Mr. Bear, Slumber Party, and uh, Matchmaker Michelle. Because she is really feeling the loss of her mother. A mother that she didn't even know. She didn't get a chance to know her. So Danny says whenever he needs to be reminded of Pam, he looks at the girls. Because he sees so much of Pam in them. DJ always wanted to be the best at everything. Stephanie, the way she gets so excited about things. And Jesse's like, yeah, whenever I'm missing Pam, I just, whenever I see Michelle laugh, I see Pam in her. So they decide to watch home movies. Like, and I love Danny's response, like, hey, if spring cleaning is my Christmas, home movies are my New Year's Eve. And they're like, can we? Can we watch them? It's like, yeah. 
Okay, now we're down in the living room, and Danny's queuing up the movie. Of course, he's letting everyone know, okay, this is was taped on the day that Pam brought Michelle home from the hospital. And I'm going to play this clip. You shot this the day your mom came home from the hospital with Michelle. <laughs> All right, you guys wait right there. Come on, Danny, get that thing out of my face. Well, I'll just Cut, see. Maybe I should grow my hair long again, huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Pammy, you can come in now. Hey, it's Joey. Pizza? <laughs> Give me my baby, Joey. Oh. You're not a pizza, Michelle. No, you're a big, beautiful meatball. <laughs> Staff, Deej, don't go away. We got presents for you out in the car. Oh, Okay, you didn't need to throw that in there. So, we see the video, of course, it's in the Tanner living room at the doorstep. Of course, this is supposed to be Jesse Beck when he had the long hair and the black leather jacket. And we all know in season two, Jesse cut his hair. Well, of course, they're doing a flashback, so they gotta use, like, some fake... Ugh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's a lot. You can tell it's like a like a little uh mullety fall thing. I guess they use. 
And it just looks horrid. And Jesse's like, hey, girls, what do you think? Should I grow my hair out? And I'm just like, no, don't do it, please. <laughs> That's horrible. We also get the return of the mullety hair in a season four flashback when Jesse is in the one last kiss episode where he goes to his 10-year reunion and he sees his old girlfriend, Carrie, and they have a flashback of the last time they were together. And it's just, it's so laughably bad, guys. It's really not great. So I think whoever is, like, directing the Olsen twins is doing something because either Mary-Kate or Ashley, I'm not sure which twin it is that Jesse is holding right there while they're watching the home movie, is doing a thing with their eyes, like, peeky-boo or something like that because she's, like, moving her. And because she's clearly looking off stage to... Whoever, whoever the baby handler is, just kind of to maybe keep her smiling, keep her, you know, laughing and entertained while everyone else is going through this scene. They really tease you with the reveal of Pam. We got, of course, Jesse's the first one to come in like, okay, you can come in now, Pam, because he, Jesse had the door shut. Like, this big reveal. It's Joey holding baby Michelle, and then we get Pam coming in. Because Joey's like, hey, anybody order a pizza? As he's holding baby Michelle. And Pam comes in. She's this beautiful, blonde-haired woman. It's just like, oh. And she's like, give me my baby, Joey. And she's like, Michelle, you're not a pizza. Oh, you're a big old meatball. Because remember in season one, Michelle's hair was kind of like a reddish blonde. I mean, later on it does become more blonde than red. But even still, I mean, even here the baby they have to play baby Michelle does kind of look like a, an Olsen twin. You know, they get it a good job getting a baby that kind of would look how Michelle would look. It's just sad to think how short of time Pam would have left on the earth because this is baby Michelle when she's a newborn. When the show starts, Pam's only been gone for... Has it been six months? I'm not sure. So she must have been gone like maybe when Michelle was like three months or something. So she didn't have a lot of time left. I love DJ and Stephanie's reactions. See, they haven't watched these videos in over two years, which is understandable. They said the reason we didn't bring your mom up is we didn't want to bring back all that pain again, which is understandable. I mean, kids deal with death of their parents very differently. I mean, we are living in an age now where we have, you know, footage of our family members and stuff, like, practically at our, at our fingertips. You know, if I want to look at a video of my dad, my sister made up a, um, a Facebook page for him when she took him on that trip where he got, wound up, you know, the sights that he wanted to see before he passed. And um, she was just videoing a lot of it. And it was just, I like that, you know, the page is still up. I can still watch the videos of my dad. I, you know, that way I won't forget what he sounds like, what he looks like and everything like that. But, I mean, how soon do you think is a good amount of time to start 
watching, you know, videos of your loved one that had passed. I mean, I'd say it depends on the person, to be honest. It really does depend on the person. Maybe they just, they didn't, they, they didn't want to upset the girls anymore. Like, let's just give it time for us to grieve and, and process Pam's death. And then, because if you think about it, Mr. Bear missing and everything, and, Mich and Stephanie being upset by this is kind of what brought this whole thing together as they all realize, that's right, Mr. Bear came from Pam. So let's get back to the video. But I love it. Just DJ and Stephanie just, they're glowing. They're just like, that's mom. And I love how like, mom looks like you, DJ. And Stephanie, or uh, DJ says to Stephanie, like, yeah, she looks like you too. And of course, this is a thing that I think this is really nice. Parents who have more than one kid, like, to make the older kids not feel jealous and stuff. Like, hey, just because we have a new addition to the family that we're going to be spending a lot of time on doesn't mean we left you guys out because we got your gifts. Because you're always like, don't go anywhere, girls. We got your gifts out in the car. Of course, Jesse's like, Danny, don't shoot. You're lucky she doesn't look a thing like you. Don't worry, in a few years you'll laugh at that. And we cut to Danny on the couch, like, wrong. <laughs> I like Pam. I was like, Danny, get a close up of this gorgeous face. And of course, he zoom cuts right into Pam's face. And she's like, not me, the baby, huh? So, of course, if you didn't think that Pam and Jesse were related, they had to throw that, huh, in there just to, like, remind you. And the baby, we do get a close-up of a little baby Michelle Ware, and she does look cute, kind of like a little, the eyes and the, the nose, you know, a little like an Olsen twin, kind of. Of course, Michelle is too, and she can't understand that that baby that she's looking at on the video is actually her. So she's like, baby! cute baby and of course dj and stephanie are like michelle that's you and she's like no cute baby like she doesn't realize but i mean if she were to go back like say when she's like five or six and they show her this video they really should have been doing that for her i really think they should have especially in matchmaker michelle when she's upset because you know all the other kids have mommies and i don't have a mommy and you know, I mean, I'm covering that for Mother's this Mother's Day, guys. I, I'm going to do that. But Danny's like, honey, you know what? I want to show you your mommy. I want you to see what she looks like, what she sounds like. And then play it. Because I think even at, like, five years old, I think she would get it. She would know, oh, that's me as a baby. That's my mommy. And that would maybe help the curiosity. I mean, it's not going to change the fact that she still doesn't have a mother, but maybe it will kind of help, you know, to see that, yes, you did have a mother, and she's was an amazing woman. I mean, Aunt Becky can fill that hole a little bit, but not completely, because at the end of the day, she's still an aunt. She's not a mother. So, Joey comes in with Mr. Bear and, of course, DJ's charm bracelet, which is wrapped in a little box. We don't see the charm bracelet. I wish they'd, like, oh, DJ's like, oh, yeah, I have that in my drawer somewhere. And, of course, ding, 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 
registers in Michelle's brain, Mr. Bear! She slides off Jesse's lap, goes over to the piano bench, lifts up the seat, and pulls out Mr. Bear. She clearly forgot she put him in there. Like, oh yeah, I forgot I did that a couple of days ago. <laughs> and of course, Stephanie is like, wow, look how young Mr. Bear looks. Like, yes, he doesn't have a scratch on him, not a scratch on his nose, nothing. I love the audience's reaction as Michelle is pulling Mr. Bear out of that piano bench seat. Just like yanking him by his hat. <laughs> and the audience is like, whoa. Just the surprise reveal, like, oh my gosh. But I think when they saw Michelle heading that way, it's like, okay, she knew where he was. But like a baby, she probably forgot. Until just that moment. Like, oh yeah, Mr. Bear. So she brings him over to Stephanie, and Stephanie just can't believe her eyes. Like, Mr. Bear? Mr. Bear, it's you! It's really you! And she hugs him. And it's like, oh! Of course, Joey's like, Michelle, did you hide Mr. Bear? And she's like, yes, I did. She's like, yes. And he's like, how could you do this to me? It's not like he's accusing, like, how could you do this to me? It's like, how could you do this to me? She's too, Joey, relax. It was an accident. You know how children get. See, I don't know. <laughs> but all that matters, like Joey says, all that matters is that the bear is back. Because Stephanie does apologize, like, Joey, I'm sorry I blamed you. I didn't mean it. I was just upset. And Joey's like, hey, look, all that matters is the bear is back. And Stephanie's happy again. And Danny, of course, the whole time has been watching the video, you know, reminiscing, you know, of his wife and how beautiful she is. It's just the fact that they were, you know, they're a family torn apart by loss. But, you know, watching this video is kind of, you know, healing his heart a little bit. And he kind of pulls the family's attention, like, oh, look at this. We see Pam and Danny on the stairs as he says, oh, honey, I'm so happy that you're home. I'm so happy you're both home as he kisses the top of baby Michelle's head. And I love how she's like, now we have the three most beautiful girls in the world and our family is complete. And then we cut to a shot of her on the steps with baby Michelle, just kind of rocking her. And just saying, say hi to Danny. We love you. And the way she says it is just kind of like, you know, like if someone knew they were dying and they didn't have a lot of time left. But that's not the case. It was, you know, totally by surprise, you know, it was a car accident and everything. So it's not like they could have envisioned that and just like, oh, no, she doesn't have much time left. But no, no, no. But it's just the way, it's just, ominous is the word I'm looking for, actually. It just seems really ominous, like something's gonna happen to this lady. And that something is not good. But the episode ends with just the family just watching Pam and just, I wonder, I mean, I'm sure, like, he taped a lot of stuff. I bet he's got, you know, Stephanie, maybe DJ's. I don't know. What DJ, DJs would be more like? Because I'm trying to think. Even when that video of me when I was two and my mom and everything. I mean, that was like 1984. And that was probably one of the first camcorders that like had, you know, sound. 
and color and zoom and all that stuff like that. So, and it was just by a miracle that um, the man who had shot the footage, because we had went out to this guy's farm and he had like all these geese around and everything like that. And we, um, my sister was six and I had a couple of my cousins there and I was like, I was maybe a little younger than Michelle. And it was just, it was a nice day and it, just the fact, I guess the guy was like going through his stuff and he just happened upon this tape. And let me tell you, when I found this out, that there was a tape out there that existed that had my mom on it before her stroke, I was just like, I have to see this. I don't care if it's two minutes long. I need to see it. I, that just, I need to be able to see my mom again and see what she was like before she had her stroke and everything. And let me tell you, I was just, I beaming just like DJ and Stephanie's face. Just wow. <laughs> so now that I'm watching everyone just watching this video and you see DJ look like she is about to cry. You see that tremble in her chin like she is about to tear up. Even Danny looks like he's about ready to just start tearing up as well. I mean, this has got to be... It's been two years since they revisited and talked about Pam. And is Oh, my gosh. Emma, oh, but with Michelle, I think it's like one of the Olsen twins is rubbing her eyes. Like, guys, I think you need to wrap this up because that little sweetie needs a nap. She's <laughs> just rubbing her eyes. Just she, yeah, I bet I bet she's tired. That little kiddo needs a nap. And the thing is, as they're panning from one, you know, from Jesse and Michelle to DJ to Stephanie, Danny, and Joey, you do hear audio in the background. I really wish we could that subtitles would be able to pick up the audio from the tape, but it won't. Oh well. Other than Dan, I think Danny's saying she, baby Michelle has his nose. Aww. I think even the baby that's playing baby Michelle in the video is actually looking off screen to the, her actual mother standing right there. Because <laughs> uh, she's not even look. Because Pam is holding you know her little finger like. Say hi to daddy. He's right there. We love you. And the baby is just focused off screen. Like, yes, the baby's mother is probably right there. It's like, no, I want my real mommy. <laughs> but and that's how the episode ends. Okay, put that Olsen twin to nap time. Because that baby girl is rubbing at her eye. Like, she is over it. She is tired. Put me to nap time. And that's the episode, guys. I really liked this. I just, oh, and I know I just, I, I just broke down and I was just like, you know, during them talking about Pam and just bringing up those, those memories for me and it's just like, oh. So as far as for worst outfit, I kind of want to go with Jessie's mock maroon turtleneck. I really wasn't digging it. So for best, I really liked at the beginning of the episode, Jesse was wearing, so Jesse's getting it both awards, of course, um, the light blue, maybe even teal colored tight t-shirt that he was wearing was, I, I really like that. Most relatable, I'm going to go with the girls all together with them losing their mom and everything like that. I can just, like I said, I really relate to that. Um... 
lesson learned from this episode. I want to go back to the police officer. Um, I really got to applaud that guy. I mean, the fact that he's probably walking the streets, just checking for any crime going on. This little girl runs up to him saying, please, please help me. He's been kidnapped. He's been kidnapped. She, he probably thinks like, oh my gosh, you know, her little baby brother or something like that. Or the fact that she probably didn't really say anything, like, help me, help me, grabbing him, just dragging him. He must have been nearby. And this officer is like, he doesn't know what he's going to walk into when he goes into that house, what type of a situation. He could have pulled out his gun. I don't know. Like, stay behind me, little girl. It's going to be okay. Like, just think about it. Jet, jet. Jesse and Danny were so busy with the kitchen and the cupboards and everything that they had they didn't even know Stephanie went outside and grabbed a cup. And just, I mean, that is not an emergency. I'm sorry, very, you know, dire and upsetting with Stephanie losing Mr. Bear, but that is not a reason to run out of your house, grab a cop, and make the cop think that this is a crime scene situation here. Because for all we know, he probably thought like, oh, this is a child abuse situation or a kidnap or something to that effect. I mean, my goodness gracious, sweetie. I mean, I know you love your bear, but don't, don't, don't do that. If it's a life or death situation, you know, where you need to get, there's no other adults around and you need to grab somebody for an emergency like a heart attack or... I don't know, just something. Like, you're in a life or death situation. Something like that, but not over a lost bear. Alright, I'm going to talk about the next Mother's Day themed episode I will be doing. Well, basically, in honor of Mother's Day. It's season four, episode four, entitled Slumber Party, which aired on October 12th, 1990. Stephanie feels left out when the honeybees plan a mother-daughter sleepover. Here's another one that's written by someone else, another summary. Stephanie pretends that she is unaffected when her honeybee hive plans a mother-daughter slumber party, but reveals her excitement when Becky offers to accompany her. Danny offers to clean out the attic for office space. This is basically plot B. For Jesse and Joey's new business, but finds it difficult to part with his keepsakes. When Becky's car troubles keep her from Stephanie's slumber party, Joey tries to fill in, which proves awkward for everybody. Yes, it does. Joey's got a nice big heart, but sometimes there are just some shoes he can't fill. So... Now that I think about Stephanie and the cop and her reporting, you know, Mr. Bear, gets me thinking about um, season three uh, episode, Open Door, Broken Heart, part two of Punky Brewster, when Punky's dog Brandon goes missing and she gets a cop and goes to file a police report. It's just, it's even more hilarious than with um, Stephanie and, and Mr. Bear. Uh giving a detailed description of him but this is just this is hilarious i'm gonna play this clip so the missing party in question is brandon brewster is little brandon your brother uh well 
I like to think of him as much more than just a brother. See, it's all my fault. I left the door open and he wandered out. Toss me in solitary and throw away the key. I don't think we'll arrest you just yet. Cherry, in case you do get busted, here's the name of my father's attorneys. Rosenblum, 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 and Smith. Oh, okay. So, um, let's get a description of Brandon. How tall is he? About this tall. Mm -hmm. Weight? Around 75 pounds. <laughs> Two feet tall, 75 pounds. Couldn't have waddled very far. Hair? It's radish. Eyes? Two. I mean color. You'll have to excuse her. She's easily intimidated by authority figures. Me too. Brandon's eyes are beautiful, warm brown. Brown. Uh, any unusual marks or characteristics? Uh, well, his tongue's eight inches long. No. So how long has Brandon been missing? Six days, four hours, and... 23 minutes. Six days? Why didn't you notify the police immediately? Because we thought we could find him ourselves. I better get an APB out on this right away. We can also notify Child Find. They oh, I'm back. Uh, hi, Henry. This is Officer Bob. Officer Bob, this is my dad, Henry. Nice to meet you, Officer Bob. <laughs> Why are you here? Because Brandon is missing for over six days. And if you weren't aware of that, sir, this could be a case of criminal neglect. Criminal neglect? Officer Bob. I treated him just like my own son. You mean he's not your son? No, he's our dog. Dog? Brandon is a dog? Did I forget to mention that? I think I would have remembered. You girls have been conning me. Officer, I had absolutely nothing to do with this plan. Please don't throw me in the big house. I'll miss the new fall fashions. Give it a rest, Margo. I was going to tell you he is a dog, but first I wanted you to get to know him and love him as much as I do. Well, that's sweet, honey, but we're not allowed to look for missing dogs, just missing persons. But he's a person to me. Please, Officer Bob, you're my last hope. Well, I'll ask the guys on this beat to keep their eyes open, and I'll put this flyer up on the station bulletin board. Officer, that's very kind of you. Thanks, really, thanks a lot. You're welcome. You know, it's a shame that Brandon's a dog. It would have been a lot easier to find a fat, hairy midget. All right, so next week, look to, forward to Slumber Party. And then after that, it'll be, the following week will be Matchmaker Michelle. Also, if you haven't yet, jump on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, go to All My Land to Holy Chalupa's Full House, Fuller House podcast, and leave a review. You can use emojis if you like. All right, let's have a good week. So stay home, stay safe, and stay positive. 
we will get through this. Although, honestly, by the time um, this goes up, maybe we'll be through the worst of it, hopefully. Bye-bye.